We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Turn your phone off. The Vale Podcast, hit straight down the middle by the Robin Vale Golf Resort. He's back. Yes. He's back. How are you, Donnie? Good, Jade. How are you? Tremendous now. Why now? Well, we're coming out of lockdown, aren't we? Yes. Well, to a certain degree. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're coming out of lockdown, but it, we're certainly getting a little bit more freedom. Yeah. So that's w- nice. Yeah, we are. It'd be good if all the kids went back to school. Yeah. But then you can look at it, well, why bother for a week? Then they go into September holidays anyway. Exactly. So. In country schools, it's probably a little bit differently. Yeah. A little bit different. I'm surprised he's. Should probably never not gone to school in lockdown, our kids, I think, anyway. Yeah. So, wow. Um, Prep to two go back tomorrow in yes. year 11 and 12 or 12s? Just 12s, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, Emma Emma goes back because she's doing some year 12. Year 12 classes, subject, but, yeah. Um, yeah, and then next week probably the follow the rest will follow on for what one or two days and they go on two weeks holiday. Mm. So, is it worth it or not? Well, I don't know. I think it might be worth it just for the social interaction. Might be worth it for the parent sanity. Correct, so, exactly. But, um, for me, look. They're going to treat next week as a first day of term anyway. They'll be all excited mm. and then they'll get two weeks off again. So exactly. Well, just say, actually, I've got to admit, my kids have been good this time homeschooling. Have they? Yes. Samuel, they, you've been good. So, Samuel's yeah. over in the corner not talking, as yeah. Samuel does, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, no, they've been good, I've got to admit. Um, but yeah, no, Houston out of lockdown as well one Saturday, they're saying. Yeah. So, what do you reckon? Oh, look, I don't know. Jury's out. Like, they're still having 1,400 cases in Sydney each week. Sydney's a long way from Houston, though. And Broken Hills, I know it's only two hours away, but we've got to stimulate economy somewhere, don't we? I like what she's doing. Don't Mm. get me wrong. I like what she's doing. She wants to open up as soon as as she can and all that. But I don't know. That was Daniel Andrews and we had 1,400 cases. I don't think we've been uh, getting out of lockdown very quick. No, but he's got a a different... They have this whole time, different they? rhetoric, yeah. yeah you can and see it. Yeah. yeah, this is what we've been asking for as council. We wrote yeah. to the premier and said you need to do this by LGA. Yeah. Yes, you can't undo regional or start referring to us as rural rather yeah. than regional because we know you yeah. think regionals Ballarat, Geelong, <laughs> Bendigo. Yeah. Um, start calling us rural and open up rural and do mm. it by LGA. Like if there is a case here or Mildura, yeah. then lock down Mildura's LGA. Yeah, still means we're. Out of the oh. out of the woods, but um, I did speak to Guy Fielding from the Houston Club yeah. today because the salami comp yeah, yeah. is still on. It is still on. I've got what, the, the entry forms is, here. The salami is nearly finished. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, we've nearly worked our way through them, but it will be on. We just don't know. Guy still doesn't know whether he is going to be able to open the club or not. Okay. Whether the restrictions will allow, make it viable, and all that kind of thing. He did say he'll keep me in the loop, and he will have an update it's next funny, week. Funny you say that. Uh, Carmel spoke to Al Mitchell. Mm. Um, it's her mother's 60th next Saturday, Carmel's mum. Yeah. Wanted to book to Jack, obviously, but she said, look, Can't. 10 people, it's not, mm. not worth me opening. It's so um, unless things change next week and she can have more, um, at this stage she's probably not going to open. I don't reckon things will change next week, to be honest, because mm. school holidays is coming up. So if we have more freedoms, that just entices those from Metro. Would you say it last night on the news? They'll they'll leave in Melbourne to get to regional. Yeah, as people <laughs> as they do. You know, it's it's just stay home, write it out. Hopefully, yeah. when everyone's seventy to eighty percent vaccinated, yeah. we get back to some normal life. You got yours? Yes, fully, both fully vaccinated. Full five G. Have you got full five G service now? I actually got worse phone service <laughs> now. 
I actually did when I was in Mildura <laughs> last week. I looked down at my photo for the first time. It said 5G and I went, uh, uh, look, coincidence? And then look, my bum vibrated as I walked past the mobile tower. So. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'd done it. Um, didn't knock me around at all. I felt good. Yeah. Um, but Did you get the Pfizer or the AZ? No, no, we're Pfizer. Oh, Pfizer. Uh, Mm. (laughs) Whether it – look, I don't know. Believe it or not, I think that's the only way we're going to get out of this shit. Yeah, um, Yeah, I agree. Some people are dead against it and that's their right and if they don't want to get vaccinated, I don't care. They they can do that. But um, I don't think it's going to work by having people fully vaccinated and allowed to go to social events or – Sporting events or travel, that, that's not going to work. Um, but if they run the risk of getting corona or COVID, so it's a, it's a – I got it. I'm not going to be one on social media that I got it and yeah. you know, this and that, or I'm not one to say that you shouldn't get it. It's up to everyone. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm pro-choice. I mean, I'm pro-vaccine, but I'm also pro-choice. You don't yeah. want to get it. That's fine. But also – and like when I had my children vaccinated, I'm pro-choice. Absolutely don't want to have your kids vaccinated. That's fine. Yeah. But please don't be offended when I say don't come to my kids' birthday no, parties 100%. or don't come and visit me when I've got yeah. a newborn. Yeah. So that's fine. Absolutely your choice, but you can't be offended when you don't get invited places. I still – in saying that, I didn't mind me and Carmel getting vaccinated, but mm. I still don't know if I'll get my kids vaccinated at this stage. No. Well, Emma's 16, isn't she? She can get vaccinated, um, but we don't know yet. <laughs> what's her, What are her thoughts? Have you asked her? Um, at oh, 16, she, I would think she'd probably have an opinion on yeah, this. Yeah, she oh, – I don't know. What do you think, Samuel? Oh, I don't know. Actually, Samuel, how old are you? 13. And what do you think? You're not getting it? <laughs> Just don't like be, needles? That's, that's only because his cousin James won't get it and there's thicker James things. won't get it? Nah. How come? I oh, doesn't believe in it, which is his He fault. doesn't believe in it. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> believe in it. Uh, he said he will get it if he has to get it Yeah, okay. uh, for travel or um See, that's interesting. That's interesting. That means that his conviction is not that strong. Nah, he'll, he'll, his mother will tell him to get it and he'll get it. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. But you know what? <laughs> if Lisa told me to get it, I'd get it too. <laughs> Lisa told me to do anything, I'd do it. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, I, I, I don't know. Like, um, yeah, I've spoken to some you know, younger couples that have just been married and mm. you know, thinking about having a family. They're not sure whether they should have the vaccination yet, whether it might you know, some after effects later in life or whatever. I don't but know. But they've it's, proven that it has no effect on fertility. And we mm. have to remember, I've heard a lot of people talk about that it hasn't been researched, but you've got to remember this is it's essentially a SARS vaccination. Yeah, yeah. So this has been researched for the past 20 years since SARS first broke onto the scene. So it has got a fair bit of R&D behind it. They're not just going to go. And our our FDA is far more stringent in Australia than it is in other places, which is why you can't get the good diet pills or supplements and things that you can in the US. So for Australia to approve it um, and to approve for everybody over 12 years old, I think then it it must be good to go. So I got it. I'm still here. I got it. I'm it's funny. Here. Just a quick story. My father was dead against it. Um, yeah, was he? Yeah, dead against it. Oh, yeah, it's all crap. All crap. Whatever. Um, always used his health issues as an excuse not to get it. Mm. So he seen his heart doctors and all that kind of stuff, and they've said, "Look, the AZ's fine. Get it." He's had his first shot today. Yeah. I, I just rang him before I come into the podcast and said, "So you're still alive? You haven't died? You answered <laughs> your phone." Oh, I've got a sore bloody arm, but I said, yeah, well, you're going to have a sore arm. They stuck a freaking needle in your arm, for Christ's sake. And yeah. he said, oh, yeah, you know, I'll see how I go tomorrow. I was like, well, fuck <laughs> if you can't win. 
can't win. So, um, Which but, is interesting because Sam would have been around and would have seen the world when polio was around. Yeah, of course. When measles, mumps, rubella, small, you know, he's been through yeah. the advances in science yeah. and now sees. Yeah. Oh, it's just that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just well, but it's yeah. good to see that he's – did he talk to his GP? Yeah, yeah, he done all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's fine. He's, he's ticked all the boxes and he's right yeah. to go. So, and yeah. that's the thing. Just if you've got some issues, then talk to your his, GP. And His theory was, Jade, that mum had hers first one probably <laughs> six weeks ago. So he was just waiting to see if she died. <laughs> you Nancy as a guinea pig. <laughs> he said, oh, she's still here. So he's I'll, a smart man. I must have. I better get it. So, uh, anyway. Good on him. But no, look. Yeah, no, good uh, good time of year. Jeez, I wish I was playing a grand final in footy this week. I know. Yeah, grand It'd be final nice, week. wouldn't it? I hate spring, though. Uh, I love it. I hate yeah, it's it. It's finals, it's windy, and smell the grass getting cut. Oh, my no, God, it's... I smell the grass. Have a look at my eye. I look uh... like I've been punched <laughs> because this is hay fever but how for me. Cool it be? You know, this is, a, I know. this is a grand final week when you want to be playing. Yeah, imagine I know. playing this week, 31 degrees. Yeah, I know. Uh... And I did. Um, I put a motion up at the last council meeting to write to all the sporting bodies in the state to bombard the Premier's office to yeah. bring back community sport because of how important it is. And I actually this week spoke to Matthew Hardy. Do you know who Matthew Hardy is? Well, that name does ring a bell. So he actually lived in Robinvale yeah. for a few months in 1990, I think it was. Yeah. But he is also a very famous comedian in the UK. Um, he's Australian, though. And he wrote a book and now does a podcast with Lawrence Mooney. Yeah, yeah. He's an old mate of mine from Nova Days. And he and I did a Zoom podcast that will be next week's episode probably about the importance of sport and yep. growing up and yep. and how good it would be to be going to a grand final oh. and, and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I actually I got into him to do this podcast with me because there's nothing else to report on. That's right. And then as soon as I hit record, he starts telling me about how he actually knows Robin Vale and he lived here and his well, brother was a his brother was a cop actually Harrington yeah 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 Hardy Hardy mm. Harrington Harrington is Mick Harrington from yeah. the Voice at the moment yeah. the Mower Man yeah, he's yeah. very good um, Mick the Mower Man that's right yeah yeah, yeah. That's right no that. Matt Hardy his brother Simon or Mark I can't remember um, was a copper here in 1990 and he was having a little bit of a run-in with the law in (laughs) Glen Waverley where he grew up and his his father his cop father yeah sent him up here to pick fruit for the summer and he reckons it straightened him out does he want another job well we're gonna need the labor (laughs) I kind of said to him do you want more work because there's plenty of work around and people don't do that anymore no that's for sure so no yeah I'll this is the time of year you miss footy. Mm. Yeah, I haven't yeah. missed it really throughout the year. Um, <sighs> and our, our under-14s would have been definitely playing off for a grand final. Mm. Um, we were pretty shattered, actually. We hadn't lost a game and then the season gets called off. You know, that's one that got away. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, this is a week. You know, I was only thinking about it today. It's like, oh, you know, Thursday night, selection night, yeah. just before a grand final. Mm. Yeah, it just makes the hair stand up on your arms. Yeah. I'm thinking about it, you know, and um, – and yeah. even your sister Lisa taking on the CNC Res coaching job, C Res were definitely in the finals. Mm. If the season had it continued, C grade would have been. Exactly. Um, B grade possibly could have yeah. been. Like we were only really just starting to hit our yeah. straps. So. so it's just, yeah, look, it is what it is. You've got to deal with it. But I think, you know, as it is, it's are you okay day today. Mm. Just leading to that pretty good, wasn't mm, it? Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, you should be good at this. And sport, <laughs> sport is one of those things that actually – People need. Yeah. Know, people oh, need. 100%. You, get, you think, oh, you know, you're sick of footy and whatever, but then you, you have a time and a break off it. And then all of a sudden you think, shit, well, do you know what? Saturday was a good day because I didn't think about anything else but sport. Yeah. 
So yeah, it got me away from all my other troubles and just thinking about sport, it was great. Mm. So. And you get it to get around all your mates mm. and people that you don't see yeah. during the week. You know, yeah. there, there'll be people out there that we haven't seen for 12 oh. months. Well, I have By not the- seen any of or Mick Greffa or anyone like that from Houston, I reckon, yeah. since footy stopped. Wow. Since the lockdown. So, you know, obviously because we couldn't – they couldn't travel over here and we couldn't travel there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we haven't seen any of them since then. So what's that, nearly probably six weeks? Six weeks. Yeah. Wow, which is a long time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, especially when you're only five minutes away. Yeah, exactly. You know? But a whole country away. And I've been going to work at in New South Wales. Yeah. <laughs> and then passing their farms and mm. not stopping because you're not allowed you're to. You're not allowed it. to. So, yeah. And the cops have been patrolling. Mm. I've seen them come past my place out at Lay Road. Yeah. So, you know, they've, they've been doing their job. Yeah, they have been doing their job. Um, I did notice they weren't on the bridge when it started raining last week, though. <laughs> <laughs> backed up and went They've been pretty good on the bridge. They ha- yeah. Well, I haven't gone that way. I've only yeah. been to Mildura twice because I've had to. Yeah. Um, and I only went through there once. But both times at Mildura, I've been waved straight yeah, through. Yeah, they've been pretty good. They mm. weren't as strict as what it was on the New South Wales side yeah. this time last year. But, um, yeah, you just do the right thing. Have your permits. Mm. Everything all right. And exactly. Yeah. It is Are You Okay, Dave, though. Are mm. you okay? Fine. Really? I'm always good. Fine. Fine is a woman's answer. <laughs> Fine, when things are not um, fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, no, good. Stressed. Always You're stressed. always stressed, though. Yeah. And you should be not stressed this time of year on a block because there's not much can go wrong at the moment. But um, What are you stressed about? Just life, you know, just getting out there, enjoying it, having a beer. But that shouldn't you know. be stressful. It is. You know, you're not stressful because you can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah. You can't catch up. With your, like you just said, you can't catch up with your mates and have a beer and mm. talk a bit of shit who's going to win the grand final this year and or catch up on a Thursday night down the footy rooms for a meal yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, That's a stress relief. Yeah, it is. You know, like, um, it's the social fabric yeah, of small communities. Exactly. It really is, especially when you're a one-team down. Well, you know, how about the guys that congregate at uh, Marciano's? Exactly. You know, the Common Sense Parliament. Yeah. <laughs> well, they haven't been doing that for the last six no. weeks. Or the Happy Valley crew. They mm. haven't been doing that. You know, as strange as it might seem to me, you them to do that, that's a form of them to get out and socialise yeah. and, and get a stress relief, you know, and they haven't been able to do that. Mm. So, um, yeah, mental health's a big thing and honestly I didn't really believe in it until I started doing the podcast mm. and I heard a lot of stories and you know, from yourself and all that and shit, yeah, it's real. Oh, it's yeah, real. So, yeah, it's definitely real. And so. it's important. Mm. So if, um, I mean, the, the message for Are You OK Day this year with is asking, are you really okay? Mm. Um, and I did check in with a mate of mine who turned 40 this year in lockdown. She's in Wallen, which is Mitchellshire. Yeah. So she's still locked down. Um, and she's, you know, we asked her, are you really okay? And she's like, no, actually I'm not. Mm. So, you know, it was a day spent yeah. oh, it sending her. her, yeah, yeah, sending her flowers and boxes of chocolates. And, yeah. um, and we think we're doing it hard. Imagine, yeah. imagine these people in the city. Exactly. Like, like they're locked up in, you know, in tin cans. Yeah. You know, that's, um, and that's what I say to my kids. You've got 20 acres to run around mm. with. They've got nothing. Yeah. You know, two by two backyards. So, yeah. It's um, not lost on me how lucky we are. Mm, like, yeah. And we are lucky. But Very um, lucky. You know, just, yeah, if you want to do something today, pick up the phone. Mm. Send someone your, a text. Bring your mate and say, well, how are you feeling? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Can't come for a beer, but you can have a conversation on the phone. That's exactly so. right. And it doesn't even have to be in words. It can be in texts yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, the boys are out there yeah. yelling. Um, food truck festival. So there's mm. a couple of things that are still on at the moment. Like yeah. I said, the salami competition yep. with the Houston Club is still on. We just don't have a date of when we'll do the – Yep. Are you going to be a judge? Oh. Can you there's judge, that, do you reckon? Do you reckon you can be objective? Yeah. 
Nah, <laughs> there's better judges than me. <laughs> there might be, but whether or not they can travel, Donnie, is going to be the issue. Oh, no, we'll just get local people. Yeah, but anyone local will surely want to. But here's the thing. So here's the here are the entries. Like these are the stickers. When we get salamis that come in, yep. and Meeks from the Houston Club has done all of this, yep. we stick on a sticker on the 100 grams. You only need to give us 100 grams, which is not much. And then that goes with the entry form and goes on the registrations here. So you only you're yep. only really tasting numbers. So I actually think yeah, it would be fine. quite funny to see if we had local judges that have entered their own salami, if they could pick their own yeah, salami. That's right. Yeah, mm. yeah. I bet they couldn't. I bet you they couldn't either. No. Although there is a very I had um, some of Max Carrots, who works for Luke, obviously dropped yep. some round well, last week. And I could tell there's a very big difference between his and Luke's, and yeah. his was delicious. <laughs> so you're saying Luke's are no good? I didn't. No, no, no. Ah. Luke's are very good. Luke's are good. <laughs> but Max's has got the fennel through it, and I oh, love fennel. No. But my old man, yeah, my old oh, man's the same. No, he won't do a, anything. No, no, I'm not big on it. Not, not, not I big love on it. Fennel. No way. No, actually, ours, are, I've got to compliment mum and dad this year, the way they mixed it. It's probably the best we've had for a long time. You agree, Samuel? Yeah. Yep. Yeah? No, it's, it's come up good What did they year. do different? Don't know. They reckon they didn't did. have you involved. No, nah, it's homemade <laughs> sauce. The homemade sauce. Ah, it's got to be the homemade sauce. That's the only thing that's been different this year. Right. So, yeah, I reckon it's a homemade sauce. Interesting. Because then we done a second batch. Yeah. Um, and we didn't have much homemade sauce left. Mm. I think we had enough for ten kilos. Yeah. We done thirty, I think. So you can tell the difference straight away. You know, you can see it's not as not as so- not as red and um, mm. doesn't taste as good. But yeah, I reckon it's homemade sauce. Interesting. Mm. Oh God, who could be bothered doing your homemade sauce as Mom. well? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe she should sell it yeah, for next no, year. Well, she can yeah, do whatever she wants. Mm. Um, yeah. So there's going to be a food truck festival as well. So what's that? So this is something that the Robin Vale Euston Suicide Prevention Network are putting on. Um, it's on the 10th of October, which is World Mental Health Day. Yep. Brock McLean. Is coming to be He's guest a speaker. Footballer. Yes, yes. Melbourne, Melbourne Carlton. I was going to say I knew he was Carlton, Melbourne. which is why Charlie wanted him. Charlie's the chair of Resp. I think he's originally original from originally. <laughs> get that out. How are your words going? Yeah, no. Nah. Been talking long. No. Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he started his career <laughs> at <laughs> Melbourne. <better. laughs> at Melbourne. Yeah, and finished up at Carlton. Was he at Collingwood as well? Or no, no? We wouldn't have a dud like that. No. Way. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Um, can we just touch on the Collingwood situation? Come closer to the microphone so I can... We're in a good space. You're in a good space? Yes. Really? A brilliant young coach who come in. Mm-hmm. We got number one draft pick, which mm-hmm. is Peter Dacos' son. Mm-hmm. Mate, well, happy days. We've is got Justin Lepage come across. Yep. Happy days. We'll be finishing top For four. now. Top four next year. Do you reckon? Yep. Jeez, that's a big call to make. Yep. Going from Who's bottom gonna to Who's going to win the AFL grand final? I hope it's Melbourne. No. I do. I hope it's Melbourne. Then they can piss off for another. Do you know Geelong years. will beat Melbourne this week? Do you reckon? Definitely. Oh, that's controversial. Melbourne, Melbourne will get beaten by Geelong. This I week. just don't want Geelong to be in another grand Geelong final. Geelong made the grand final. They will win. Yeah, I don't doubt that if they do make it, they'll win. But I can't. I just don't. I. I still got my doubts that Port Adelaide will play any good away from Adelaide. Yeah, I don't think Port Adelaide. Are. Uh, Western Bulldogs have lost Waitman now mm-hmm. with concussion, mm-hmm. and Bonton Pally. Is a 50-50 chance. He'll play. He'll play with he'll jabs. Play. With jabs. Yeah. Whether he's any, he'll play forward majority of the night. Yeah. Um, but I think they played their grand final last week against Brisbane. Oh, God, don't say that. I think they had to dig deep to beat Brisbane last week. Yeah, they did. But I'm so glad they did. I would love to see, and Charlie mentioned it last week, 
I'd love to see a Melbourne Bulldogs grand final. It would be nice to ideally, see that yeah. in, in Melbourne. Yeah, ideally, yes, but, but I, I don't think Melbourne's quite there yet. Really? I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't reckon they're quite there. They're a year or two away. Oh, uh, I reckon they'll get there on adrenaline will beat alone. Them. Do you reckon? John will beat them this week. What do you think of the whole Joel Selwood slash Toby Green scenario? Is like Joel Selwood has a reputation yes. of being made of Teflon and nothing yep. ever sticks to him because he's been a grub his entire career and never got any backlash from it. Whereas Toby Green is a well known grub and keeps being Mate. a grub and keeps getting fined for it or suspended. Uh, Toby Toby Green mm. is the best footballer in the competition, but he's a grub. You got to pull his head in. Yeah, he should. He probably should get the sack from GW because yep. he's cost them a grand final this year. Yes, what he's done. Uh huh. Joel Selwood is a natural leader, and no matter what you think outside the club, they follow him no matter what he does. He will do a job this week on Clayton Oliver, mm. tag Clayton Oliver, and he will destroy him, right? And the rest of the boys will jump on top of his back and go. Of course they will. Right? So for me, I'd love to play alongside a Joel Selwood because I know that he's going to lead from the front, but you'd love to have a Toby Green on your side that plays on the edge, mm. but he's got to pull his head in because <laughs> otherwise... Yeah. You, yeah, he can't... He, he would have been... Playing really good football back when Dermot Brett and Reese Jones played football. Oh. Get, when he could get away with that crap. Yeah. But he can't do it. And look, but that you can if you're Joel Selwood, and that's my oh. point. You can if Joel Selwood gets away with it. He exactly wouldn't have got the away. Same thing. He wouldn't have got away with pushing an umpire what like happened on the weekend with Toby. No, but he does get it he does get away with giving an elbow to the throat. Yeah. Nothing that. sticks to Joel Selwood and he might be a leader and he might yeah. be a good footballer, but Jesus Christ, he can't you can't have the same incident happy nah, and have look, Toby Green tax paid yeah, just Toby, because of who you, who you are. But who I'm are you sticking up for you, Toby Green. I'm you not st- sticking up for either of them. I'm sticking up for football and I've really been disillusioned with the AFL the last two years. And it's not because Richmond did make the finals I or anything. I wasn't gonna say that. Actually, I wasn't even thinking that. Well, so. I'm just I, I just have I have a real issue with the inconsistency for and this is across everything, but I have a real issue with inconsistency when it comes to the the rules and the penalties. So you're so, trying to say that Geelong players are protected from the AFL? Not Geelong players, Joel I Selwood. I think Paddy, Paddy Dangerfield. Da- yeah, Dangerfield as well. Is more than Joel Selwood to me. Oh, possibly more. I would say equally at least. So that's what I think. Joel Selwood, he plays on the edge. He does might get away for a little bit, but to me... Right, he's a natural born leader. So he might know, be a leader. I'm not disputing give, that. If you can get away, with it, and I'll tell you now, I got away with a lot more shit on the footy field than somebody else too. Yeah, I, that but, does, you're below eye level though. Of course, you're going to get yeah, away with it. At the end of the day, Toby Green puts himself out there to get hit every week by the AFL tribunal. He shouldn't put himself out there as much as he does. Yeah, why did he take a, a, a V-line straight towards that umpire on that weekend? That was clearly a brain fart, and yeah. he deserved what he got, in my yeah. opinion. I don't think it was enough. His three weeks wasn't enough. No, considering it's the second time he's he's done it. So. However, my point is, and you would have seen the footage of Joel oh, Selwood yeah, dishing out that, that elbow. I just think, and you're right, he's but a leader. But a, a but, lot of a lot of things get dramatised with the media these days. Well, yeah, but you can't like it's not like they're photoshopping like his oh yeah, elbow. but they put it in slow motion. Yeah, of course frame they did. By frame this and that in real time action was there a lot in it? No, probably. Probably was not a reportable offence, maybe a fine. But at the end of the day, I know your point saying, well, how come Toby Green will get one week for that? Yeah. And Joel will, well, Toby Green's got a bad reputation now. He's going to have to just wear it. But if, if Joel Selwood is the leader you're saying he is, he, is, he, should be, he should be putting his hand up and going, you know what, 
I'll take a week for that because oh. that was unsportsmanlike. I don't know, during finals you're not going to do that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is there's different rules and there should be consistency across the board. Yes, maybe. Anyway, I've spent too much time on this. Oh, well, I love when I win an argument against you. You just yeah, go, yes, okay, the, move on. <laughs> Geelong win the grand final and case closed. There you yeah, go. Yeah, okay. As much as Interesting. I, I don't want Geelong to win it because all they're doing is topping up their side each week Yeah, to win the grand final. Yeah. Each year, sorry. Mm. Um, I don't want them to win it, but I think they'll, they'll beat They'll beat Melbourne this week and they're in the box seat. Gosh, I hope you're wrong. You know what? We're going to take a quick break, play a a golf club ad, and we'll come back. And then I've got to go. Take your game in a new direction, northwest or downstream to Robinvale. With a brand new resort development, a magnificent 18-hole golf course, amazing food and entertainment in the clubhouse, it's a perfect spot for a quick getaway or extended golf trip. Take your game in a new direction to the Robinvale Golf Resort. Which is... Actually, I haven't spoken to Carmel today, but the hotel I drove past yesterday, the steps still aren't on. Mm. Oh. That's the issue. Yep. So, cool bar, still haven't been back to put the steps on, so they can't get the certificate of occupancy. Oh, which is so frustrating. Anyway. How many rooms in it? 19 motel units. Yep. Um, I have been inside a couple of times. Good. Um, yeah, they are. They're lovely. They've got an LD coffee machine in there and breakfast yeah. kits, and they're not self-contained because they're motel units. Yep. yep. Um, but... So good. How good would it be? Oh, if you love your golf. Yeah, do a ha- like golf trips now, like between Mildura, Robinvale, Swan Hill, down to Murray Downs, and back up again. Personally, I couldn't nice. think of any worse. Me neither. Golf, it just ruins a good walk, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. It's just like mm, one hole's enough for me. See you later. They do have the potato cakes back though. The what? The best. The golf club used to. So there's ah. a whole story. We had Mick Smith on not that long ago. They used to have. Hands down, the best potato cakes in country Victoria. Second maybe to the Pie Angle shop. I love potato cakes. However, the factory burnt down. The potato cake factory burnt down, so they had to go to a much lesser (laughs) brand and they were terrible, but the the old potato cakes are back now, which is important news, Donny. We've been supporting them. Yeah. Um, In lockdown, Mm -hmm. getting meals delivered. Yeah. I have too, and I've put on 13 kilos over COVID. Everybody has. <laughs> I know, but it's one of those things. Like, I, I want to support local businesses, so they're there at the end. Yeah. So I've been eating my body weight in – well, maybe not my body weight now, but, like, burgers from the Jack and yeah. takeaway from the golf club yeah. and all this other stuff um, and getting lunches from Loft and still yeah. coffees from Loft and the corner shop and whatever. But how good but, is the weather now? It's warming up. Yeah. feel like training. Yeah. Barbecues. We're doing spin tomorrow yeah. morning out on the pool deck because we can How have a group of 10 yeah. outside. So yeah. we're moving the spin bikes out to yeah. the pool awesome. deck. Yeah, yeah. We, I went for a run last night. First did you? For a long time. Luke did too. Good on him. Yeah. Well, cricket starts in three weeks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, yes. settle a rumour. What's that? Are you playing cricket? I'll be there Sunday morning training. 10 Will you? I won't get a game. This there's, is it. This is quite an exclusive. There's some seriously good players playing. I won't get a game, so I'll go down there for shits and giggles. Social side of it, I reckon it'd be great. But there's some really good kids are going to play, so you, you play the kids. Well, right? yeah, but still having numbers, and yeah. I, like I said, I reckon I said to Trav Shawcross a couple of a couple of weeks ago, this cricket club now I think will end up being a bit of a surrogate for a younger yeah. man's yeah. men's shed. That's good. And that's what it should be. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, no, I oh, know. Thomas, my nephew, is keen. Yes. James is keen. Yep. Uh, well, Trav obviously can play. Luke can play. Tommy Lister can play. Can play. Oh, Tommy was actually – oh, he done a job at my farm last week and we're mm. talking about it. That's where we heard it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll buy all the stuff and I'll buy all the gear and 
I'll probably I'll play if they're short. I, I want to play. Yeah. Whether I'm good enough to play anymore, Aaron Zapp will take my spot anyway. So. <laughs> but funny you say that because Jamie Siddons got on to Tommy Lister yesterday and you've been chasing Jamie yes, Siddons to come on this bloody podcast yes. for well over a year. Yeah. Seeing we're on episode 103 yes, now. Yes, that's it. Um, so I said to Tommy... Can you ask Jamie if I can ring him now that yeah. we've got his number? That's right. If I can ring him to get him on the podcast, so he has said yes. Just line it up yep. for a day and a, a time. So we might do that next week. Or yeah, week after. No, brilliant. No, that'd be good. No, look. <laughs> he's also said though that he has obviously having the career that he's had. He's got mates at Kookaburra, yeah, very yeah. good mates at yeah, Kookaburra, yeah. and has offered to do what he can to help the cricket club out oh, with Brent. spare gear, gear yeah. for people that might not get a game every week that want, but still want to have a go. Yeah. So so that's really good that he wants to be involved. Yeah, no, no that's great. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll, um, I think Tom was saying now that we've uh, entered the A grade, not the B grade. Yeah, well, because there is quite a handy mm. few players on that. And they so, just didn't look, maybe next year we can look at playing two teams anyway, A and B. If we get the numbers, yeah. then... I think everybody's just looking for something to do. Yeah. You know, like obviously... Be different if everyone has played footy every weekend over the winter. Yeah, but now everyone's uh, just wants to do something. Now I was talking to um, Ryan Middlebrook; he wants to play. Oh, does he? Yeah, um, Ethan Gill is going to play apparently. Oh yeah, Luke did tell me that. So apparently, he's pretty handy too. Oh well, so. he'll be nice to look at um, for the ladies that want to go down there in the afternoon. And um, Bernie Marston. <laughs> yeah, now he's funny. Oh. Like between him and Tommy Lister. Yeah. That's comedy in itself. Yeah. And I have said that on the odd occasion we're at home games, I'll take the podcast stuff down oh, there yeah, and set up some microphones for Bernie and Tommy yep. to do the podcast That'd from good, there. Yeah. That would be no, hilarious. Bernie, Bernie's a laugh. He's a good bloke. Yeah. Um, can play. He went to England and played cricket. Apparently. Mm. But it's not hard for, like, if you're decent with cricket, to go and do a couple of years at county cricket. No, in that's right. Not but, hard at all. But Yeah, no, yeah. he's done that. And well, Luke should have been. Fit too. Is he? Yeah, I haven't seen him for a while. He's a few kilos. During COVID, the, the, rumor, the rumor was the, the man shake. Really? Mm, that's interesting. Rumor. You've been getting these scams on your phone. Yeah, the one from Craig Kelly or the. Oh, uh, this one. I've been getting about a package that has been delayed. Oh, yeah. Jeez, I'm sick of it. Yeah. If you don't get them five times a day, it's oh, unbelievable. I get. Do you block the numbers? Oh, I just delete it. I've, right. st- I've started blocking the numbers, yeah. which is kind of help. But now I'm getting phone calls from Colombia. Yeah, we had some from um, Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> Taliban was trying to recruit us. Oh, my so. gosh. Well, I was been speaking to uh, – funny you should bring that up. I've been speaking to <laughs> Abdul, who is trying to uh, – ferociously trying to get his sister out of Afghanistan mm. at the moment. Her, his sister and um, – Shit state over there, isn't it? Oh, Yeah. Shocking, but she was working for the American government in some capacity and knew what was going on, so she managed to move the family oh, before they took Kabul, but is still just not great. So he came to me the other day saying... I hate to be a woman living over there, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, yeah, Donald Trump might have handled it a bit different, but um, it is what it is. So. I don't know. He was the one that put the date on getting people out, mm. so I don't know. I don't know what's to come of that. I s- is it? When's the anniversary? The 11th, That's which is Saturday. Saturday, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And yeah. she watched a good film on Netflix oh, yeah. on um, September 11th. It's called oh, The yeah. Worth. It's about um, the bloke that got got in charge from – he got employed by the new, uh, US government to handle the claims for the people that got killed in the Twin Towers. Yeah, right. Very, very good. It's based on a true story. What's it called? The Worth. The Worth, yeah. Wow. It's a great, great, um, great movie, actually. No. I enjoyed it. Do you remember where it, where you were when you heard about it? 
I was at home, mm. turned the TV on, and I couldn't believe it. Mm. Yeah. I was, I and remember we'll, vividly. Because we were getting ready for to play a grand final. Yeah. 2001. I so. remember vividly, I was doing breakfast radio at Mix FM in Swan Hill. Yeah. And I came out at five o'clock in the morning or half past five or whatever it was going into yeah. the studio and Dad was already up. I was living with Mum and Dad at the time. And Dad said to me, you're going to have a big day at work. And I went, why? He goes, America's been this. bombed. Yeah. And I went, don't be ridiculous. Just thinking, you know, Tori yeah. Yeah. talks shit all the time. Um, I said, don't be ridiculous. And he goes, have a look at the TV. And he had the TV on, which is odd because he only ever has the radio right. on in the morning. Yeah. And I looked at the TV and I went white yeah. and just thought, what? Like I was 21 and had doing breakfast radio on my own. wasn't yeah. this sort of team to bounce yeah. off. It was just me on my own. And I just thought, what do I do? What mm. do I say? I went in. Harold Pratt was still yeah, at 3SH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God because he came in and he went, right, here's the plan. Until the, the bosses get here, don't mention it. Yeah. No callers, no birthday book, none of that. Just that was here is play music. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, okay, right. It's a bit like when uh, – where were you when Princess Diana died? I was yes. in the car coming home from footy. Yeah, well, it I was remember a Saturday. that from Kundrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was well, we 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 won it. We weren't through to a, we played in the second semi that day and won and went through mm-hmm. the grand final. And same thing, we heard it on the way home. What so, year was that? Ninety seven. Won the grand final. That's that right. It was too because yeah. I was seventeen. I had my first boyfriend in the car with mum and dad. Wow. But I remember that. I remember that vividly. Yeah. yeah. I remember hearing it on the radio. Yeah. And mum going, oh, what? Yeah. You know. Well, one thing before. I want to get off my chest before I go. Oh, please. Obviously, we all know that the catchments have got a lot of water in them at the minute. 99% full hume dam. Letting water out of the hume dam at the moment. Mm. Yet, yet we are still paying $150 for temporary water. Are you really? What's your allocation? Allocation's only at 57%. See, this I don't understand. We only received 5% last week of more allocation. I don't get that. How? And I've brought this up. On many levels before, farmers, you're going to get your allocation if the dams don't spill. Right. At the moment, Jay, they are regulating the water trade. So we are paying. I bought 50 megs when we were sitting at 42% a couple of months ago. I bought 50 megs at 115. Mm. Now, after we bought that, obviously it's rained up there. Yep. The dams are full. We received 6% the week after that. Took us up to fifty two, I think it was, and then water jumped to one thirty. Then we received five percent last week, and water's jumped to one fifty. It's all about regulating temporary water. So people, they're not going to give us a hundred percent water. So people, no coincidence, water went up today an extra ten dollars because there's two hot days on the way. It is robbery. It's criminal. It's absolutely absolutely criminal because of the. Obviously, the coronavirus and all that, all this other stuff is getting pushed away because mm. people concentrate on the corona. They are getting away with it yeah. so bad at the mm. moment. Water should be less than $100 a meg and we should have a 100% allocation. Absolutely. Correct me if I'm wrong, Houston has got 30% low security water. Yeah. Now, if they have any low security, we should have 100% in Romvale. Absolutely. Now, at the moment... We have got 57%. And which is ridiculous to me. It's it's just absolute joke at the minute. Yeah. Absolute joke yeah. that we have not got 100%. There's enough water now, at least for two to three years in those dams. Mm. Now, to me, we are being ripped blind by a system 
that is just there to make money and not caring about the fun. Is Absolutely. It? We have got enough to worry about at the minute and yeah. we still have to worry about this shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it is bullshit. I agree with you. And we did, in fact, write to um, some ministers and the Mallee Catchment Authority yep. because what will happen if – well, because they're at 99% full – capacity yep. at the moment, they need to let some of that water out so that the dams don't spill. And this is what's going to piss me off, Jade, is that we took carryover water. Yeah. Now, we're going to lose that if it spills. Correct. Yet I still haven't got 100% allocation. Exactly. So we have written to ministers, and, you know, that's really all we can do is write yeah. to write letters and, and make a bit of a noise about it. But I just don't understand. What they should be doing now is open up the gates and let the floodplains – Flood exactly. it's, it, during spring. Now, don't do it during summer. Do it now. Yeah. Let it let it flood naturally in yeah. the floodplains. Fill up the floodplains. We've got two dry lakes out here that should have water in it now with the amount of water that's around. And give farmers 100% of allocation because if the dams spill, you won't get your carryover. And if you're still sitting at 57%, Donnie, I hear you. And I am screaming from the rooftops. Bill is with me all the yeah, way, um, Bill Moore. Yep. So um, I was on the phone to him about it. Um, or about a, a lot of things actually yep. this morning. So um, I think our local members, okay, they they got a lot on their plate, and yeah, they're doing what they're doing. But this is one thing that's getting swept under the table because mm. of all the other events that are happening around here at the moment, and it's it's absolutely bullshit, mm. absolute bullshit. It makes my blood boil. Yeah, when I get the newsletter every Monday morning and see the dams mm-hmm. are full. Yeah. A green arrow still going up, mm. yet water is still sitting at one hundred and fifty dollars a meg. Which I is got ridiculous. a text message today: one hundred and fifty dollars a meg. It is bullshit. It is bullshit. It and is. That's all. It is just pure bullshit. So, but that's and yeah. I don't know how to unscramble this egg. Like I haven't got a solution. They have got us by the short and curly. Yeah, that's all it is. And I just don't understand how to deregulate this whole. Like you can't unscramble an egg. So where to from here? What do we do? What do we do? You, you got your back against the wall. Yeah. And if you need to buy water, and what the, and what I have heard from some people, like politicians and the lower, lower Murray water and all that kind of stuff, is, oh, well, you've got 57% to get you going, so don't buy water yet. But it keeps going up. No one, If mm. no one's buying water, well, the water price Supply should be coming down. Yeah, yeah. But mm. so obviously people still buying it at 150, where, you know, okay, we got 57% allocation, but... That's going to run out. Yeah, of course it will. Now, give me 100%, and then if I still need to buy 100 megs, I'll I'll dabble in it. I'll go and get that 100 megs. But But I don't understand why they don't, and I'm no accountant, I'm not a trader, anything like that, but I don't understand why if you don't give everyone 100% of their allocation, then... Trade the rest of the water, and there'd be more. And the Commonwealth buying. Environmental uh, or the state environmental water, who are irrigators as well, give them their hundred percent. If they want to put some of that back on the market, which they won't, but yep. if they want to, yep. to trade and to make money for state revenue or whatever it is, because yep. I'm guessing that's where the money goes. Um, I, I, I don't know why they don't do it. Why that's not the model for me, Jade. If I need, if I get a hundred percent location, I still got to probably buy. Oh shit! Another 150 megs, right? Yeah, okay. Farms that I've bought without water. Yeah. Right now, if I got 100 percent on my other farms, right, I still need to buy 150. It's at 100 bucks. It's at 80 bucks. Do you know what? On the phone to a broker, find me 150 at 80 bucks. Bang done. Yeah. Right. 
They've sold 150. Now, at the moment, they wouldn't be selling 150 this week no. because no one's going to buy it at $150. Of course. Who but can afford it, to at this time of year? But if it's at $80 or $100, you'd mm. say, do you know what? 15 grand, I'll buy 150 megs. I won't have to worry about it for the rest of the year. And water would get yeah. sold. Yeah. Every, I just, you I, know, obviously, Luke out the almonds, they'd say, shit, water's cheap. We'll buy a bit more. We'll put a bit more on. Mm. But at the moment, you'd say, well, shit, it's still 150 bucks. Mm. And us table grape growers, at the moment, with the uncertainty in China, we're saying, well, shit, you know, we're not going to go and have carryover next year and then they take it off us again anyway. Yeah, that's right. So why should we go and buy a surplus? We might as well just wait to see what we need and if it comes down, it comes down. You know, like, it's not going to get over 200 bucks a meg, hopefully. Hopefully. Right, because there's that much bloody water there. What, yeah. what are they going to do with it? Exactly. Yeah. I'm wondering why they don't, why that isn't the model. And wh- I just don't understand the sense behind it. Your I, guess is as good as my, Jade. I, I don't know. It just—it's one of my pet hates at the minute. I tell you. I'm wondering if a change of government would change how. Oh, I don't know how the water trading system works. I just think at the moment, if there wasn't other things that was concerning a lot of other people, this would be on top of the agenda mm. at the moment. Mm. And I think it's getting swept under the carpet because people, people in the higher place say, "Well, do you know what? There's a lot of other shit that people worrying about at the minute. We will get away with this." Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I'd love to talk to a. Water broker, as in Paul Smith, and then say, "Well, Paul, how much water actually are you actually selling at them prices?" Mm. I've got a funny feeling it wouldn't be many. Mm. So, but that's my got that off my chest. I feel better now. Do you? So I'm okay. You're now. okay now. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, so, I'm, job done for the day. There, yeah, it's hey. all right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm off. Righto. What I'm are you off to do? I'm going to go to gym. You're going to go to the gym? Yeah. I thought you were going to like. And then I'm killing goats. <laughs> for meat. Yes. Obviously. Uh, the bat, you ever eaten goat? I love goat. Oh, yeah. The, awesome. The sauce. So my dad still does the sauce with the meat. Red sauce or yeah, white yeah. sauce? No, no, no. Red uh, sauce with get, the meat. Uh, get the white sauce happening and the vinegar and all that. Oh, Dad's never, ever yeah. made white sauce in his life. He comes to me if he wants Mother carbonara. Mother doesn't do much good, but she does that good, I tell you. Really? Oh, yeah. She can cook. I'll give her that. So... Didn't pass it on to her daughters, but... Nah. Oh, oh, jokes, 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 jokes. Samuel, you back can, me up. Oh, no. <laughs> Samuel, you go home and dob... Well, you won't have to because this will be out tomorrow. No. But, um... Shit. Interesting. Anyway, it's right um, been good. Yeah. See good ya. to see you. See you next week. Maybe. Next week? Oh, well, if really? Jamie... Well, if Jamie's on, yeah. you want to you be in on that conversation? Oh, well... Yeah, look, oh, I think I know more about cricket than what Charlie does, don't I? Well, yeah, Charlie's very busy at the moment. Oh. He's in that community engagement role again. He did say, oh, no, I need to come in next week and talk about Shocktober. <laughs> so when it's it's good for him and yeah, his job, yeah, it yeah. suits him, then he'll come in. But um, I did say to Charlie today, uh, we might be able to get Jamie Siddons next week. Do you know anything about cricket? And he goes, I know about tools. I said, are you talking about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, no, Siddons tools. It took me a little while yeah. to put two and two together, but um, yeah, so you probably never know. know that. No, well, I I had no Charlie idea. Charlie would, but Charlie knows everything. Just ask him. Exactly right. Mm. All right, well, pleasure. Excellent. Thanks for coming in. No we will see you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven straight down the middle by the Robin Vale Golf Resort. RobinvaleGolfClub.com.au.